Welcome to the NutriNet Podcast. This is Raisa, nutritionist and your host. In today's episode, I welcome nutritionist Diana, and we dive into how using planners have helped us not only with calming our anxiety, but also on our wellness journey and life. If the stationary aisle of your Target or Home Goods excites you, then this episode is for you. Enjoy! Hey, Diana. Thank you so much for joining the NutriNet podcast. Welcome, welcome. How are you? Great. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Good, good. This is so this is your your first podcast, right? That you yes, mentioned to you. me. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Ah. <laughs> well, I'm very happy that you you made that decision. And I know it can be scary sometimes, right? Like to put ourselves out there. Um, but the experience I find is just absolutely amazing. And, and you'll be surprised the types of conversations that come out. It's just, it's just an amazing opportunity. So I hope you have a really great time with me too. Oh yes, me too. I'm very excited to be doing this. And again, like, thank you for having me on. It is my first podcast. So it's just very exciting and very like excited to talk with you and have a conversation and hopefully it benefits somebody out there. Yeah. And the topic that actually we, uh, kind of talked a little bit that we wanted to discuss in this specific episode. I'm actually really thrilled about because I am a huge fan of planners. So for for those that are listening, we're going to be talking about planners and the benefits of it and the different types. And um, Deanna also happens to be in love as much as I am with planners. So she's going to share some of her tips and some of her personal journey. So this one will be a really, uh, it'll be a huge treat for you guys. If you are into planners and to stationery and all that stuff, like I am a huge addict. So this is a, a true topic of passion. Yes, me with me as well. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, um, actually, would you mind just to get everything started, um, sharing three fun facts about you and it can be a little bit about your personal journey or just some things that you'd want to share with, uh, the listeners and with me too. Okay. Yeah, sure. Well, one fun fact that everyone messes up about me kind of is I'm from Syria, but I look very Latin. So everyone assumes I get all types of countries about me when I, when like people ask about that. So I find that like everyone gets shocked and surprised that I'm from there. So I thought that was something fun to share with everybody. Um, also, I am a nutritionist. So I recently graduated from Florida International University with a Bachelor of Dietetics and Nutrition. So that's something that's very exciting. And that's such a huge passion of mine. And um, definitely the planner helps throughout the whole process. Um, so I give tribute to that. Um, a third fun fact is I recently started my own health Instagram page, so I'm kind of new to it, but I kind of have the things rolling a little bit. So that's also something that I've been working on. I want to, um, catch people's, um, attention and hopefully teach somebody something about nutrition and make them motivated to, you know, eat a veggie or two. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. even more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Just teasing you. Uh, <laughs> uh, first, congratulations on the graduation. I know it, it's very exciting um, to so finish much. this phase and kind of exciting and crazy, right? Because um, mm-hmm. it can be scary too, because you're just um, in completely different stages of life and you're ending a chapter and beginning a new one. So 
congratulations. It will be a really fun journey. I'm very excited to see the direction that you take it in. Um, I confess that the, like the first time that I actually, um, met you and I saw you, I actually did think you were Hispanic. So I fall under. (laughs) (laughs) No, no worries. (laughs) Everybody's, you know, I know we're in South Florida, so I just blend in with everybody else. So I do that a lot. (laughs) So no worries. Not that we, not that all Hispanics look the same. I'm also Hispanic. It's just like, there's, um, I don't know what to describe, but I guess maybe it's because the assumption, right? Because you're in Miami, then it's like you kind of assume in that direction. But yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing those three. (laughs) And um, just out of curiosity, I really like to ask uh, all the ladies that have come in the past um, that are into wellness or they're nutritionists. I typically like to ask them um, why they got into nutrition. How how did that journey happen for them? Because there's usually such an amazing story uh, behind there. So how did how did you get into wellness and nutrition? Well, for me, I guess it started subconsciously when I was very little. So my mother's side of the family, they're all um, on the heavier side, and they all have some type of disease that is correlated with obesity. And um, that was kind of a risk for me. And I would always kind of get teased about being a little chubbier and whatnot. And that kind of like died down in my teenage years. And so I went to um, in high school and I got a class in one of my classes. It was like, I think it was marine biology. And the teacher put in one of the documentaries about food. And they were just talking about how food and its effect on, you know, disease state and well-being and all of that. And that got me really interested. I was like, wow, you know, you, we all eat, everybody eats, but you, we don't normally think about it as affecting our body in any type of way. We just, you know, eat to eat basically. And so that really got me, you know, thinking about everything. And I started to do like a little research by myself. And then I just fell in love with nutrition. I really, I couldn't stop reading. There's just so many things to learn about it. And I was like, wow, like this is what I want to do. So when I went to college, I told my parents, I'm studying nutrition. And then they were not thrilled at all. (laughs) They they all want a doctor, a dentist, all those types of things. So when they heard nutrition, they were not happy about it. But I think I've, you know, now they're all pleased about it. But it was just, It was such a good journey and I'm so glad to, you know, to kind of fall in love with nutrition and just be like, have the opportunity to actually study it. I think it's really actually funny that you said that because it was in a way a very similar journey. Both of my sisters, um, they're about a year or two years older than me. And both of them, since they got into college first, they actually are doctors. And then I decided to be in nutrition and it was kind of like, um, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I feel like parents kind of just want the, I guess like the doctor route was always the most appealing to parents. So when it's anything out of that route, it's just a little bit scary or maybe like uncomfortable for them because they just don't know the opportunities, but there are so many out there. There are. And, and it's also if if you have the passion and I think you can you can do you can make work and be successful and just anything that you put your heart into, you know, you don't have to. It, it, it's not you don't always have to take the obvious path to success a lot of times. Um, and also success, that word, right? Like success is different for many people. Some people it's monetary. Others, it's like 
just living a fulfilling life and uh, that's full of passion and that you're doing what your, your soul and your heart wants to be doing for me that that is success, right? Um, Yes, of course. Yes. Yeah. So cool. Okay. And uh, speaking a little bit of, you mentioned that uh, going back to the the original topic, right? What we're going to dive into is planners, Um, which the reason I I think this is such a fundamental tool is because I feel that so many of us have a lot of issues with anxiety, with overwhelm, with um, just having like clutter so much around us. So um, do you feel, have you experienced anxiety? Do you feel um, that there's a lot of, that you get easily overwhelmed, that you, you know, like uh, build up clutter around your life and it doesn't mean only physically, but just even emotionally. So I wanted to dive into a little bit about anxiety. Is this something that, that you've experienced yourself? Yes, definitely. So I do think anxiety is kind of in a spectrum and it affects everybody in a different way and maybe on different levels. So I have had probably my fair share of it. Um, And I'm also kind of ironically in the same way, I like to be an overachiever and I want to do everything at the same time. And that just kind of adds on to being, you know, really overwhelmed with everything that's happening. So that was just something that I knew I had to deal with in some type of way that is a healthy way. And I I wanted to do the things I wanted to do. I didn't want to miss out and I didn't want to just, you know, be controlled by, you know, being anxious all the time or just worried also just all the time about it. What do you feel is one of your biggest sources of anxiety? Like, like an aspect of your life for me, what I can share, for example, is um, before I was at work and Oh, to be honest, it was a lot of things. <laughs> we live in Miami. There's like the commute. It was just like oh, a yeah. bunch of things. And right now I would say that I'm, I'm a lot better, especially because I don't have the commute factor in there, which was a killer. But um, I still get anxiety of the unknown of the future, you know, um, like business-wise, the direction. I think that that's where my main source is. So where would you say is yours? I would definitely have to agree with you on this one because – Having not being fully supported by, you say, like the parents when they just didn't want me to do nutrition and then me thinking like, oh, okay, what am I going to do in the future? Am I going to have, you know, the life that I do want to have? Like, am I moving in the right direction? What if this doesn't happen? What if I can't do that? And all of that thinking about the future and trying to plan it so perfectly that really brought more anxiety to me than I have ever experienced before. So that kind of got me into a phase of depression because I was doing so much at the same time with my job, with my school. And that just, that was a little too much for me. So you had to work during, um, while you were studying nutrition also? Yes. So I was actually, um, when I started my college career, I also started working for Chipotle. So during that time, I slowly moved up, which was wonderful. And then I became a general manager towards the end, which was great. But at the same time, I was, you know, having that responsibility and having to work, it was 50 hours. 
So having all of that and taking so many classes in college, it was so much at the same time. So I didn't know what to focus on. And I feel like I focused a lot on my work, but also the responsibilities of everything was just getting a little bit too much of me. Oh, so you said you worked 50 hours? Yes. Oh my God. That is, that is a lot. That is incredible. (laughs) It is. I don't know how I did it. And I mean, towards the end um, of my degree. So like the last year I did step down so I can really focus on it because that's, it just got too serious for me. It it was that much of, you know, overwhelm. I was actually going to say, because from what you're telling me, I think that you became aware and mindful about your anxiety at a at a very young age actually I feel that some people me included like it takes a while for you to actually um I'm sorry excuse me it takes a while for you to actually uh, like understand what is actually happening to you and that like like call it for what it is you know because you're just on autopilot and you're going and going and going and it, it does take a certain kind of maturity for you to understand like, okay, this is, this is too much. This is a lot for me. And, and I'm, it's really taking a toll on me. So kudos to you that. that oh, thank you. That. Yeah. <laughs> it did take a very long time to, you know, get to that, you know, realization, but I'm happy I, I did come there. You know, it worked out very well and I'm very happy with the decisions I've made so far. And would you say that it was, it was because you had to, work for so many hours and study and had so many responsibilities is that kind of what got you in the whole planner mindset or you were already into planners even before then um i always had a passion for planning things i really love it so whenever we i go with my family on vacation or something i want to plan it i want to you know have it all set and go you know do this do that so i always had that in me but i think going through that rough time it really made my time management skills much better because, you know, through that, then I really had to be like, okay, I only have this much free time and this time I have to do this and this time I have to do that. So that's when, you know, I got better at planning, but I had like a passion for it from when I was earlier, younger, actually. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I actually, I think if I'm thinking here, because when I did my bachelor's I, I in nutrition, I was still in Brazil. So in a sense, I was, I was very blessed and fortunate that I was living at home. I didn't have to work. Um, then when I moved here and I did my master's, I did work as a TA at FIU, which mm-hmm. is a teacher assistant, right? So I would teach nutrition labs and, um, but like nowhere close to the amount of hours that, that you had to put in there. So I can, I do imagine that, that that was extremely a lot to take on. And I feel though that I started getting into planners when I had to combine <laughs> uh, yeah. work and, uh, and studying for sure, because it's like two completely different worlds in a way that you have to kind of make work, you know, you have to keep everything together for such completely different, um, different things, right? Yeah, of course. And I do feel that, you know, people reach out for help when things are getting a little bit too complicated. But I do want to spread the message that, you know, if you use a planner at any time, you can find more time to do things, even if, you know, if you only have, say, college or if you only have work. So that I feel like the planner can go with any type of lifestyle and we don't have to wait until, you know, 
we feel suffocated to use it. So hopefully if anyone's listening now and they are kind of relaxed a little bit, they can get into the habit of that. Yeah. And what would you say um, for you personally? Are you someone who likes the physical planner or um, you, you like, you also make work with like, um, like Google calendars and things like that? I am definitely in love with physical planners. I Google Calendar, it's a good tool, but for me, I love to check mark things. I love to write them down. It just brings me, it brings me joy, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> as, as it sounds, it brings me joy to write things down and see like, okay, this is what my day is going to look like. So I feel like it's a different feel for me personally, um, using a physical one versus like a virtual one. Um, even though that may be a good option for some people. So what would you say, what's your favorite, like you personally, what's your favorite type of planner and why, or do you have, a, or you just don't discriminate against planner? <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely have a favorite. If you see me ever, you know, shopping for planners, just, I go crazy over them, but I do definitely love the ones that have, um, the hour by hour one. Even though I don't plan my day hour by hour, but if I do see that a day is a bit too compacted with, you know, things to do, then I do like to, you know, block out times versus then scheduling them. Um, yeah. yeah, and I love the ones that look appealing. So I truly feel like we have to love the planner and the look and the feel of it so we can use it. Because if it's not something that we love about, if we don't love it, then we're just not gonna continue using it and it's pointless. So I have had those planners where you kind of, not a planner, basically it was like a notebook in a way where you just write things out. Um, that worked out okay, but the ones that have like, you know, one full day on a page and it, it has like the goals, it has, um, like the one I have currently, it has like a little gratitude area and you write what you're grateful for. So I love those. They just kind of bring me um, more into sense like with self-reflecting. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I really love. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm with you on that. Actually, I, I have one of the most exciting things for me <laughs> at the end of the year <laughs> is like to start like planner shopping and I start looking around and it has to be visually appealing to me. Um, what happened and but I do get stuck sometimes in deciding which planner like that has happened that a few years I bought probably like three different planners because <laughs> I had like something that I liked or I didn't I hadn't found the perfect one so I would end up like abandoning the first one that I bought and just going to the second one which leads me to this next question like I, I feel that a lot of things a lot of people might might share this the the thing is not even buying the planner and and writing it it's in the fact of being actually staying consistent in writing in the planner um like not just doing it in the first like like january you know new year's resolutions i'm gonna write in the planner and that's it yes um so what tips would you say what how what do you do so you actually stay consistent and you do it do you struggle with this as well or it's just kind of like second nature for you by now it is second nature at first it was definitely not so at first i would write things and then if i didn't get them done then it was just like oh, okay you know whatever <laughs> so it was kind of more like i just saw them but now i just realized and i made the connection it's just kind of like starting 
um, like maybe like a new diet or starting to change your life for the better and for example nutrition so you have to take slow and simple steps so you can't just write um, you know a million things that you're gonna do in one day because then when you don't do all of those things and you're gonna feel kind of bad and you're just not going to continue you're gonna be like oh well this is not working so I think the tips that I would give is write the things down that you absolutely have to get done that day and that you know that you have time for. So, and then, which leads me to the second thing is don't overbook yourself because you don't want to burn yourself out. And then also you don't want to feel bad about, you know, not completing say like five things on it. So I think that is definitely, it's kind of, it's very similar to going about a new diet or a new lifestyle change. It's just small little steps towards that. And just to add on a few things, and this is like from personal experience, the, the first one I would say is um, the whole guilt component for, for failing. And I'm using your quotes here um, because sometimes you set up to do something and then, you know, like you have, you struggle, like life happens and then you feel like a failure and you kind of abandon it when in reality, it's like, it's okay if you didn't write one day, you can just kind of go back, you know, tomorrow is a different day and you can start all over again. Um, so that's one thing. And then the other thing, which I, when I was doing research on what planners to get and things like that, I, I watched some videos. So it got crazy. <laughs> um, and one of the tips that they shared was actually, um, not only to write the main, your main to-dos, but even like simple to-dos because we do have, we feel accomplished when we check something off of that list. So even if it's something like um, walk your dog or, you know, like very basic things that you can very easily check off and it kind of sets you already in the path of feeling accomplished and, and you know, like you're, you're, you're moving your day along. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's just even like, yeah, like you said, the smallest things just to build up our confidence, the self-efficacy of wanting to complete, you know, the going along with the schedule. So yeah. absolutely. And then another thing too that um, t tying it a little bit back with how we started this conversation with the anxiety, I really love and and the writing not even so much like the typing in in google calendars i really love writing things down because it's a way to almost to unload um your mind i feel that a lot of times we have anxiety because our just our minds are just running non-stop on all the possibilities of things we have to do things that haven't happened things that are gonna that we think are gonna happen uh what we said what we did you know there are just so yeah. many things that we need to unload our mind. We need to unload some of all that, like all those words that we have accumulated. <laughs> yes, of course. I do. I made like um, a YouTube about actually planners. I'm that much in love with them. And I did use, it's basically like the mental clutter. So it's the same thing when your room is full of everything and it's just making you unhappy without even realizing it. It's that mental clutter that you just kind of get to unload, like you said, on the planner. And then you get to check it off, which is even better. <laughs> yes. Yes. So it's better to be written down than just be in your head because then it's just confusing. And when you see it written down, it's like a map and you just see everything much clearer and it doesn't have to be, you know, in your head at all times. Like, oh, I have to do this. I have to do that. It's already written down. It's already scheduled for if you do schedule it, you know, for a specific time. So I feel like that really helps with anxiety um, and just feeling so overwhelmed with everything. 
Yeah, I agree. And another thing that um, I actually really love about planners as well, and, and something that I've started ad- like including right now, because before I would only use it for my actual, the to-dos that I thought that I had to do, if that makes sense. So yeah. I would include only like um, like my work and my school assignments, things like that, as opposed to actually I'm learning slowly to prioritize my health over like, those are my, those are my main to do's. Those are the ones that I actually have to block out time and pencil in into my planner that I have to get done, which is taking care of my body, you know? Um, And that includes doing yoga. That includes um, even taking a dance class, um, meditating, taking a break, going for a walk, like, petting my puppy you know <laughs> yeah no absolutely we do need those you know those things of self-care yeah for sure so so wh- what direction are you taking yours in right now because you're so you've just graduated right yes and um you're starting the the business side of nutrition so how how is the planner helping you out in this part of your journey so currently, I was actually just um, finishing finding my preceptors. So in, I'm going to be a dietetic intern in, um, in September. So th- those who are not familiar with the whole internship process, so after that, I would be able to sit down for my board exam and then become a dietitian. But currently, so I had to locate all my preceptors, which was something I was so stressed about. Because, you know, uh, the internship is very expensive. And then, you know, I was like, oh, my God, what if I don't find them? What if they're, you know, I don't have them in time or like someone backs out on me or something. So I've been using my planners um, to schedule kind of meeting time or what I call them, like searching time for the preceptors. So that kind of helped. Um, And I do have all of them right now. So that's great. I'm so happy about that. It's like two months early, but better early, you know, than uh, late or, you know, stressing. Yeah. And then also another thing is I like to schedule times where, you know, I have, for example, like my Mondays is going to be like my content making days. So then that way I don't spend too much time thinking about like, oh, what am I going to post? How am I going to attract people? And so far I'm very new to the business side. So I haven't started anything business yet, except my Instagram. Which is, it's like a work on its own. <laughs> yes, it really is. It's just, I feel like it, when I saw other people's Instagrams, I was like, oh, this is lovely. You know, I can do this. And then when I actually started my own, I was like, wow, this is a lot of work because, you know, just making content takes, you know, a couple of hours by itself. So I was like, wow, this is, this is interesting. And then you have to, you're forced to be creative, which I do love. I love exploring that creative side of my brain because I feel like I'm not, you know, very creative in that side but it's just it's a very exciting process honestly well when you were saying that you're not very creative i feel that we all have a little bit of everything but we're i feel that some people are stronger in the creative side Mm -hmm. but they're typically and i'm putting myself in (laughs) in that category they're typically more of a hot mess when it comes to structure and and getting organized and then you have the people that might not be as creative, but they just have this beautiful way of structurizing and, and, and organizing their life that, that honestly, I find I'm in awe every time. So maybe like you, you have to, um, love and your strengths, right? Yes, of course. Strengths and weaknesses, everything can become, you know, better. Yes, for sure. Uh, so if someone wants to, 
uh, follow your journey. So the best way to reach you would be an Instagram, right? Yes. So my Instagram, yeah, I created it. It's health with D and I also created a YouTube channel, which is also another beast <laughs> that I love. Um, so I, those two are the best ways to, you know, follow the journey, follow maybe, you know, some tips on nutrition. I do post some mental health also, um, you know, quotes, something to motivate people and, you know, make people feel included and appreciated basically. So when I was uh, diving into a little bit um, of your channels, uh, you said that you also uh, love the power of thoughts, yes. um, right? So what, what draws you into that? Are, are you talking about um, basically practicing gratitude? Or are you talking about uh, making sure that your thoughts are always in alignment with your dreams, things like that? Well, what does that mean to you? Um, it kind of means all of that at the same time. So again, when I was a little bit younger, I was introduced to a documentary that kind of sparked my interest about how powerful your thoughts are. So everything that you think and say about yourself, it's basically either holding you back or it's pushing you forward to something that's great. And then that also that came with the power of, you know, thoughts towards gratitude. So being grateful and seeing, you know, seeing always the positive in things. Even though sometimes, you know, life is not always positive and we have to acknowledge that, but just knowing and seeing like you are in control of your destiny. So that was the most powerful thing that was ever said to me. It was just amazing. It's, I forgot the quote. It, it was something like you are the captain of your soul or something. I don't know if you may know the quote better, but um, we can look it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look it up, but it was just that whole thought is that you are the driver of your whole journey, your whole destiny. So it's whatever that you want, you can, you know, if you th put your thoughts and which, and you know, then you, your beliefs would follow. And if you believe in something that you can make it happen. Would you say that when you're having a, a tough day or a tough moment, um, do you leave in your planner like positive messages around for you to find basically when in moments of need, is this, is this a tool that you've used? Um, um, would Not you in my planner, but that's now that you've said that, that is a great idea. So I think I am going to start doing that as well. Honestly, <laughs> that's a great idea. Thank you for that. <laughs> no, cause sometimes, sometimes it takes, it takes more, you know, because, um, and it's your your mind i feel that your brain a lot many times kind of has the tendency to be more on the negative side and uh spot more the things that aren't working and and you know there are times that you can you can snap out of it and just mm -hmm. look outside and everything is just so freaking for me nature is just so amazing and therapeutic that just simply stepping yeah. outside for a little bit kind of helps me uh, ground myself a little bit and, and step away from those those thoughts but there are some days that honestly nothing nothing does it and um that that thought just just actually came to me it's not that I personally do it <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, but I thought like maybe I, I you can have you can create like a, a little box with notes for yourself you know um of how to get yourself out of that mindset I was just thinking maybe if you did that in your in your planner, if you had experience with that. <laughs> I haven't I, I haven't done it just because I haven't thought about it, but now that you have mentioned it, it is a great idea. 
So I do think, you know, you know, sometimes when, you know, it depends on the situation. If something is bad, I like to, I don't like to dismiss any feelings because there is something about false positivity and that I don't like. So I like to kind of let everything feel everything and experience it and then just kind of let it go. And by letting it go, it is, I do then look and just think about, okay, well, I have this working out well, and I have this working out well. And, you know, I try to pull myself out by looking at maybe other people. And honestly, looking on Instagram and seeing other people who are doing things, you know, motivational quotes are a huge thing for me. Um, So that is my go-to is motivational quotes. Oh, okay. It's funny that you actually feel positivity when <laughs> when you go to Instagram because a lot of the times I feel almost the opposite uh, I feel like tr- Instagram is such a trigger for me not in a positive way um, because it, it 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 shows I mean, I'm not gen- I don't mean to generalize I know that there is authentic uh, content out there but yes. there's also a lot of staging right and mm-hmm um in a way pretending there's at least that's that's the impression that I get and maybe it's just because like I mentioned Instagram tends to be more of a trigger for me than other social media um but I I found it very interesting that usually when you're looking for inspiration you go to Instagram so that that's nice yeah well I usually what I do is on Instagram I go to the hashtag section and I just write in like say motivational quotes or self-love and a bunch of quotes come up and that's what I like to look at so it's not usually my feed because my mm. feed, like you said, it's usually people, you know, I may know them in person, I may not. So you can never really tell um, with, you know, personal pages, but I do like to look at, you know, the quote section. So I love using the hashtag a lot just because I get to see and that just reading quotes to me is very therapeutic. So I love that part of it. Mm, okay. I don't mean to put you in the spot, but... No. <laughs> It may be a good idea for somebody, you know, else who is listening and they do want to use that because I know it can be like a negative thing, but it also could be a positive thing. That's true. I I really like that you said that. And I also liked what you said before we got into the whole Instagram, but the, the false, I think false positivity, if, that, if that's, is that what you referred it to? Um, um, yeah. So a lot of, well, not a lot. I don't want to generalize <laughs> either, but I think some people either practice false positivity or they assume it and that's something that can be dangerous so say like something's going very wrong it's I feel like it's not okay to be like oh no it's fine it's going great you know so I think acknowledging your emotions and acknowledging the situation and then letting it go is very beneficial than just saying oh no it's fine it'll be fine it'll be okay without really letting yourself feel it and you know think through it and addressing it, right? We we can't um, just let go and, and ignore emotions because that's how buildup happens. Yes. Um, so I, I do appreciate that you you brought that in because we were talking a little bit about positivity, but that is definitely something that is important to remember and to address. I love yes, that. I, yeah. I do see it quite a few times, so that's why I wanted to kind of mention it and brush up on it. Yeah. Well, Diana, this was an enormous pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me. I think this was an awesome episode and um, I really enjoyed this conversation. Thank you so much for having me. I really did enjoy it as well. And hopefully whoever is listening, they get a planner and they start planning away, you know, 
the anxiety, all of that, just having it all, um, you know, written down and everything. So thank you so much for having me. I really hope that you enjoyed it as well. And you know, that everyone else who is listening enjoyed it. Before we go, since we talked so much about planners, uh, do you have one specifically that you recommend? I do have one. Let, I'm not sure what it's called, actually. Let me... Oh, uh, just Yeah, you can send me the link afterwards, and I'll include it in the episode. So whomever wants to find the planner that you, you typically use will include the links. How does that work? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's really good All right. Well, thank you again, and until next time. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the NutriNet Podcast. If you love this episode, share the love and the NutriNet Podcast with friends and loved ones. Also, don't forget to join the NutriNet family on Instagram and Facebook under the NutriNet. Until next time.